Hello everyone, I'm Ryan from Fireside Knicks with my friend and co-host Dylan Backer. And into today's episode, we're going to be talking about Josh Hart and the contract situation going on with him. Now, um, you know, it's being reported that it'll be an estimated around $18 million and that the Knicks and Josh Hart are in a pretty good position in terms of, you know, being in a situation where they'll retain him. It seems like all signs indicate that the Knicks will be bringing him back for next season. I think that's the right move. Um, you know, uh, if it's $18 million a year, you imagine it's around a three to four year deal. Um, you know, not saying that, of course, we're not saying the deal is done or anything like that. That's, but that's just what we're hearing, not what we're hearing, what we're reading, um, based on, you know, reports about the situation. So we wanted to give you guys our take on it, kind of talk about, um, you know, whether that's his market value, whether the Knicks would be getting a good deal out of that, all that stuff. But before we do all of that, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe, turn on post notifications. And with that being said, let's get into today's video. And Dylan, I just want to know, you know, number one, how do you feel about Josh Hart in terms of bringing him back? I'm pretty sure you would want to bring him back. Um, but number two, you know, do you think this would be a fair deal and, and you know kind of your reasoning behind that uh your take on that right so first off to answer your question yes of course i would love to bring josh hart back you know i think the second we got him in that trade for cam reddish his impact showed right away with pretty much everything transition fi transition finishing three-point shooting rebounding especially better defense all that stuff you know and solid playmaking as well pretty much just does it all you know he doesn't do anything like at an elite level but he does everything at a you know, a pretty good level for a backup, especially. So, you know, I think if they can bring it back at like an 18 million a year type thing, you know, between between the numbers of 16 million a year to 18 million a year, I think is a fair range. And like you said, three to four year deal, I think that's what they should do. You know, try to keep him playing alongside like guys like Jalen Brunson for as long as you can, because those two clearly play very well together. So I think, you know, keeping him for a rather longer term deal is a smart move. Of course, and don't, I don't think you should sign the guy for much more than 18 mil a year. I really don't think you need to go more than that. I don't think he's, because he's not exactly the type of guy that, like, averages 20 points or anything like that or does anything crazy in the box scores. You know, he's just an impactful player on the floor, but he doesn't do anything, like, amazing to where he should be making, you know, close to $100 million in total value. But with that being said, I think 18 mil a year is a fair range. And, you know, I just want to pull something up here. There are three guys that are making more money than Josh Hart would would be. Let's say Hart were to sign for eighteen million a year. These are three guys that would be either making this the same amount of money or more money. I'm just gonna name these three guys: DeAndre Hunter, twenty-two point five million a year; Bojan Bogdanovic, nineteen point five million a year; Duncan Robinson, eighteen million a year, so the same amount; OG Ananobi. Also 18 mil. That's four guys, not three. But still, you get the point. Those are some guys right there that would be making more or the same amount of money as Josh Hart. Now, I will tell you straight up right now that Josh Hart is 1,000% better than DeAndre Hunter and Duncan Robinson. And you could probably say he's better than Bogdanovich as well. The only one out of those four guys that may be better than him is OG Ananobi. But he is definitely better than the other three. And if the Knicks can get him for 18 mil a year, that's a steal in my opinion. That's you know that's like I don't like I said before I don't think he should be making much more than that but I do think other teams would shell out more money for him and I think the Knicks can find a good way to get good value out of him and you know I want to add too the Knicks signed Evan Fournier two two off seasons ago to that same contract you know eighteen million a year at the time it didn't look like a bad contract yeah it wasn't great to fit defense but you know he shot the ball really well you know add some offense you know it didn't look like the worst contract in the world. Now that he doesn't play, it looks like an awful contract, right? But at the time, it didn't look so bad. But with Josh Hart, I feel like there isn't really going to be a situation where you can't really play him. 
I feel like you're always going to find a way to be able to get him on the floor as long as he's available because he impacts the game in other ways other than scoring. You know, he's not just a spot-up shooter. He also rebounds really well. He makes solid plays with the ball. He finishes well in transition, like I've said, all that stuff. So it's kind of just my take on it. What do you think about all that? Yeah, no, um, you, I think the best way to look at this is as you've done it, with it, which is you know kind of comparing the contracts of guys around making that much money and kind of seeing where they're at. You know, um, if you look at $18 million exactly, um, that would rank as the 84th um, highest AV in all of basketball. I would say Josh Hart is one of the 84 most impactful players in basketball, or at least he was last year. Um, and, you know, that's not adjusting for the fact that obviously rookies, guys on, you know, their first or second year in the league are not going to be making $18 million a year. Um, so, you know, factoring all that into, into the equation here, I think that that's really good market value, right? And, you know, the Knicks have done a really good job at bringing guys in at, at, at market value, if not better. You know you, think of the jo- you know, you think of the Josh Hart deal, but, you know, that Jalen Brunson deal, right? You know, that's getting a player well below market value in terms of um, what they're pay- getting paid, right? He's making, what, 20, I'm going to double check what he made last year. Year. Um, he made somewhere around twenty-five million dollars, if I'm not mistaken. It was not. It was not a ton of money relative to the performance you got. Yeah, it was twenty-six million, the fifty-seventh highest. And something I want to add about Brunson's contract too. It's a descending contract, Correct. so he's only going to play better. And the fact that we got him on a descending deal, that's awesome. So clearly they've managed that really well. Just wanted to add that. Yeah, no, like last year his cap hit was $27 million. This year it'll be 26. Now he has a player option after uh, the 2024-2025 season. I imagine he'll take it, but uh, well, that's way down the road. But with that being said, you know, the Knicks have done a pretty good job bringing in guys and, and you know, for the most part, getting it, getting free agents or getting players, um, you know, at a pretty good value. I trust them to continue to do that. Leon Rose has showed he is not the type of guy to go out and, you know, try to acquire a big fish without, you know, without that big fish being the piece he needs. Uh, we saw at the deadline, right? Everyone was like, oh, they only got Josh Hart. Or not everyone, but there were some critics about, you know, the Knicks only got Josh Hart. Is that enough? Um, you know, were there, was there, as you mentioned, OG Ananobi was a guy that was available, but considering the picks that they would have had to give up, was would that have been worth it? Probably not. Um, you know, the, the Knicks have pr- done a pretty good job at not, you know, straying away from their process and straying away from how they value players. So, you know, I, I guess I'll ask you this, you know, do you think Josh Hart's production from this year, like, Obviously, the three-point shooting is sustainable. I think he shot a ridiculous percentage. From th- he saw, yeah, he shot 50% from three on low volume. Like, that's not happening again, um, or at least I don't think it would. I would love for it to, for that to happen, but it's not. Um, you know, what What would you say is, like, a reasonable projection in terms of, like, not points per game out stuff because that's a little bit, like, fluky and all that. You know, that can fluctuate year to year. But in terms of, like, player value, how where do you think he's going to sit next year in terms of across the league? Like, where do you think is a good range for us to expect Josh Hart to be? Like, not obviously not top 10 or 20, but, like, what do you think is a reasonable range for that? Right, like, you know, Josh Hart, like I mentioned before, Josh Hart is one of the guys that, you know, he doesn't exactly pop out in the stat sheet. Maybe in rebounding categories he does for guards, but everything else not necessarily. You know, he's one of those guys you have to watch to see his impact, and you see it pretty much in everything. He's kind of the jack-of-all-trades guy, so therefore I view him as a very high-valued player. Do I view him as somebody, like, super, super high-valued? Like you said, 10 to 20? Of course not. I don't, because he's not the type of guy that starts and averages 25 a game and does all that as well. No, he's not like a Giannis, but he's someone that, like, you know, you feel like they could be undervalued a little bit because they're that impactful. You know, I'm not saying that the Knicks should shell out more money because of that. No, of course not. But, you know, I think the $18 million a year range is very reasonable. And I think that's, you know, a really good deal the Knicks could get because, like I mentioned before, teams probably saw how Josh Hart was playing in the playoffs. You know, maybe not in the Miami series, but especially in the Cleveland series. Saw how impactful he is on both sides of the floor. And teams might have saw that and be like, you know, 
dang, I really wish we got that guy because he can pretty much do everything. You know, I would give him extra money if it meant I could get him on my team. You know, team GMs might be thinking that. Of course, I'm not a mind reader, so I could be wrong. Maybe they weren't thinking that. <laughs> but, you know, he's that impactful. So, therefore, just with that being said, I mean, the Knicks could get this get a contract with Josh Hart for, like, say, four years, $72 million total, $18 million a year. That'd be a great deal. That'd be a pretty good deal to me. I think it's worth that, given how impactful he is. I think you definitely need to keep the guy around, even if you do a three-year deal for eighteen million a year. Same. I mean, that's still also really good. I think that's worth it. You know what I mean? So, like, just I, I think he's got that much value as a player that like he deserves to get his get this type of contract. But I also think that you know the Knicks are playing this very smart and they're not just like giving out extra money because they see that like oh he's that good and that impactful even in this short amount of time no they're not just gonna give him a hundred million dollar contract because I think that would be kind of silly you know what I mean even I love Josh Hart I just don't think they would ever do that and should do that I think what they're projected to possibly reach with these contracts is very reasonable and I think a lot of Knicks fans expected it to be that way you know so just to wrap up my point basically I really you know, Josh Hart, very high value player. He plays like he has, he plays like, you know, he's got like that 20 million type of year type, you know, play style. But we all know that if you do that, it, can, it has a higher chance to backfire than not. So playing it a little safer and bringing it down to 18 million, 18 million a year, especially when you have his bird rights as a team, being a New York Knicks here, so you have the best chance to bring him back. Taking that, taking that to your advantage, it's the best way to approach it, in my opinion. It's kind of just my thoughts on it. What do you think? Yeah, no, ultimately, the way I view it is that, you know, the New York Knicks are getting a strong role player in Josh Hart. Um, you know, I know that the role, the term role player has been given a negative connotation, right? But, you know, they're, they're really important. Your depth and, you know, what those role players provide for your team is remarkably important to how good you are as a team, right? Um, you know, look at the look at the Phoenix Suns, right? You know, you don't think that Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are thinking, man, you know, if our role player situation of our depth was a little bit better, maybe we're not, maybe we're playing right now. Maybe we're not sitting at home, right? Like those are, they, it's not like they played poorly in that series either. They were going ballistic all series. I mean, 30 points here, 30 points there. Those are two of the most talented scorers, not just in basketball today, but two of the most talented scorers of our generation, right? Katie, especially, I mean, he has an argument to be the most talented scorer of all all time um and you know you look at the knicks right as the example this is a great example here right because the knicks went from pretty good like play in caliber maybe sneak into the sixth seed to get bounced out in the first round to this team play like a finals contender for the last two months people may like scoff at that notion and go oh well they were never really truly finals contenders i'm not saying that they were going to go out and win the nba finals I'm not saying they're going to beat the boston celtics i'm not saying they're going to go out and beat the nuggets um or the suns or a team like that but what i'm sitting here and saying is that if you look at the, their record if if you look at their net rating, if you look at all those things, they played like an NBA Finals contender, and that's what matters, and that was after they acquired Josh Hart. Now, was part of that that certain guys stepped up? Absolutely. I'm not saying Josh Hart is the reason why, you know, R.J. Barrett played better in the postseason, though maybe that influenced it, right? Who knows? Um, but my point more so is, Josh Hart unlocked something for this team. He, he was a huge part of uh, their ability to play unbelievable defense, especially off the bench. He gave them a little bit more spacing, which is something that they needed. They still need that, but, you know, any improvement to your spacing situation helps. Um, and, you know, I guess, you know, to kind of give my last thoughts on this before I hand it off to you to see, uh, you know, what you have to add on about this. You know, it, it feels like Josh Hart is not just a – Josh Hart isn't just a piece of this team. Now, I feel like he's – part of the core of this team at least for right now like I don't know how this team's gonna shake things up in the offseason I don't know if there's gonna be any massive moves or whatever that uh maybe but for right now Josh Hart's one of the most impactful players in the Knicks he's one of the most beloved players in the Knicks he's one of the faces of this team right now 
bring him back, brings back someone that is beloved in that locker room, beloved by the fan base, and also, of course, improves your play on the court. He gets a training camp to work with the Knicks. Um, he gets an entire offseason to train with these guys. You imagine the synergy only gets better, right? I'm really excited to see, you know, if they if they bring back Josh Hart, which, again, looks like they will, um, to see how he's able to play over a full season with the New York Knicks and what their record looks like uh, with that. But I don't know if you have any final thoughts, Dylan, if you want to add on anything there. Right. I mean, I kind of just want to say, you know, I second what you just said. You know, I do feel him as a core piece at this point. You know, that's why I think they should retain him for a longer term deal instead of just, you know, a small deal. He deserves to get like a three or four year contract. And it seems like that's the direction that they're heading in toward this. So, yeah, I definitely view him as a core piece. You know, I don't think that like, you know, the Knicks solid play with him. You know, since we got him in the trade was coincidental. I think that was because he's that impactful as a player and can help other players, you know, reach their potential a little more. Do I think he's like the quote unquote needle threader? No, I don't. I feel like, you know, they still need to go after some other guys in the offseason. But I think he's the start of that kind of process to building a better team. You know what I mean? You got a guy who has really good chemistry with your stars, especially, you know, he's played with Jalen Brunson before, he's played with Julius Randle before, you know, you got a guy who, like I said, you know, he has chemistry with his stars, you know, he does well on every other area of the game, you know, he he shoots the ball well, he finishes well, the rebounding especially, man, the rebounding goes a long way, especially at the, you know, the, the guard forward position type area, That that goes a long way. You know what I mean? There aren't many guys that, you know, can do that. What Josh Hart does for in that area of his game, in that position, there's not many that can do that. So, therefore, he already has some value right there. And then you just add on the scoring, the playmaking, the defense, things like that, and it gets even better. And like what you said, you know, I'm more excited to see what he can do in a full season with the New York Knicks. Because, like you said, you know, once they get this contract situation uh you know, finished up, then he'll have a full off season with the Knicks. He'll be in training camp with them. He'll get to work out with these guys in the off season. He'll get to work out with some of these Knicks players more often in the off season, even in just like shoot arounds or in uh, you know, open gyms, whatever you want to call it, whatever they do for workouts in the off season. You know, I think he has a good opportunity to get even better next season. And you know, if he does, which I will hope, fingers crossed, that he gets even better than what he was this season, then we have a very big piece on the next team. You know, we have a core piece. Even if he comes off the bench, he's an integral piece to this team. You know, there aren't many guys, not many teams are blessed to have a guy like that who comes off the bench or even even starts, but, you know, most of the time come off the bench and provide that big of an impact on so many areas of the game. You know, usually most teams will have like that one guy that, oh, he's a great shooter off the bench. He's he's our shooter. He's our 40% three-point shooter that we have come off the bench or something like that. Or, oh, he's our best defender. We have him come off the bench. Da, 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 da. No, Josh Hart basically does like everything, not nothing elite, but does more than what most role players in a sense can do. You know, there are many role players that have as many, like, you know, facets to his game as Josh Hart does. And that's why he's so valuable. And no, this isn't like a, you know, Josh Hart is an amazing player type video. This is a Josh Hart is an impactful player type video. You know, of course, he has plenty of room to improve. Of course, he's not a perfect player, but I think he's a really good fit for this Knicks team. So I think, you know, bringing him in was the smart move. And I think keeping him around for the long term will be the even smarter move. And I think you I think you can build a good core with him on this team. I do think you can. Those are kind of my just my final thoughts on it. What do you think? You know, end of the day, he's an excellent fit for this team, and, and you know, quite frankly, um, I, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Knicks with Josh Hart, and I'm saying, you know, 
you add Josh Hart back to this team, and I'm willing to say that this team could run it back and put themselves in a really good spot. Obviously, you'd like to see them do a little bit more. Again, spacing, shooting, those are things that, that I would like them to add. But adding Josh Hart is one of the biggest additions you can make this offseason. You know, just kind of looking at the landscape of things that are realistic, of course. Obviously, we can daydream about Joel Embiid, but the percentage chance of that happening is definitely below 50%, well below 50%. So um, out of all the realistic moves, Josh Hart's probably one of the most impactful players left on this market. Um, but with that being said, thank you guys so much for being uh, for tuning in. We appreciate you guys uh, you know, checking us out. We hope you guys leave your opinions in the comment section below. You can check out our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and of course this YouTube page. Um, you guys can also check out our TikTok. Um, we are posting there constantly, so make sure you guys check all that stuff out. You can follow our personal Twitters. They're above our heads. And with that being said, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.